This podcast is part of the Podcast Arcade Network. Hello and welcome to the Covert Nerd Podcast. Thank you for listening. It means a lot to me that you take the time out of your day to hear what I have to say. Today is another one of those great Choose Your Own Adventure live events that we do on Facebook. So if you'd like to participate in these, just simply go to the link in the show notes, the Covert Nerd Facebook page, and you'll see when we have those. We try to do them about every two weeks. So just go there like the page, and you'll be notified of when we do them. And you can interact with us and help us determine how these stories come out. So without further ado, let's dive right in and nerd it up with Eddie and choose your own adventure. We're here. That's the main thing. Well, you, you had technical difficulties of the, of the uh, mechanical nature. I had technical difficulties of the biological nature. <laughs> number or, two waits for or, no one. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. <laughs> your number one and number two. <laughs> yeah, when when your number two becomes your number one priority. That's like, right. Oh, that's right. Oh, and the funny oh. thing is, we were not on time, but we could just hop back in our cave and get back on time. <laughs> Scooby Doo um, entry. Give maybe catch people up on what we're doing here, Lee. Yeah, let me. For any newcomers, for any of the newcomers. So what we do is we just grab an old Choose Your Own Adventure book from the '80s. We read it out loud here, and then you, the viewer slash listener, can help us decide what we should do. Do we grab the like we did last time, the woolly mammoth by the the hair, and hang on for a ride, or do we? try to get home in the dark? Do we go upstairs into a creepy room and try not to get hit or not try not to get shot by a cocaine dealer from the eighties? You know, what do we do? And so you help us decide whether we live or die in some cases. And I think last time we ended up doing okay. We died, but I think only once (laughs) we died once, but we had read, we had redone a version of, um, of um chimney rock yes and so uh with that one we uh we made it through we we did two of them if i remember right we we made it through one time and we died another time yep and then then we had time to do one one reading from the cave of time and uh sure enough we did meet our demise but it was kind of spectacular it was we went on a blaze of glory off a cliff on top of a mammoth i mean you don't get any better than that come on if you're gonna die Die surfing a mammoth to your death. <laughs> exactly. That's what I say. And they found your bones 10,000 years later, and they were really confused. So, hey, you died a glorious death, and you perplexed the future generations. What's better than exactly. that? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Complete with the skeleton of you next to a pair of sneakers and a Walkman. And they're like, <laughs> how did this caveman have That's awesome. this? And a flashlight. You always have a flashlight. Always a flashlight. Always a flashlight. Your number one ghost hunting gear. We found that out in these books that you always have a flashlight all the time. Exactly. Never exactly. leave home without it. Now, American Express is second only to a flashlight. Exactly. Yeah, and never leave home without your flashlight. I mean, I mean, honestly, not bad advice. No, no. <laughs> especially the, not. Especially yeah. in the '80s, you always had a. I don't know, maybe you didn't, but always had a pocket knife and you always had your calculator watch and I don't know, you know what else you had in your pockets, but 
calculator watch and a uh, pocket knife seemed to be the mainstay. I, it, it was a rough go with the calculator watch for me because I had teachers who were like convinced you'd use it to cheat on tests. Yeah. Yeah. So it was like you they were like banned in some of the schools I went to. Yeah, you had to hand your watch in if it was test day or something like that because you just yep. because you would I'd be like oh what's eight times ten times and you couldn't yeah, the buttons were so tiny and now you can turn this into a scientific calculator if you yeah. needed to you just ask Uncle Google he'll answer it for you Uncle Googs what you gonna Uncle do Googs yeah yeah uh, and if you'd like sir we could just launch right into this and sure. uh, as people jump in they can go as we've said you. The viewer get to choose which way we go, and then that way, uh, when we die, it's your fault, not ours. <laughs> exactly. That's the plan. That's the plan. That's the plan. You're sticking That's the to plan. it. Uh, so, so, if you'd like, I could start reading here. Okay. And then we'll just kind of go from there. I'm going to do the quick promo of the Cave of Time here. Yeah. The number one book in the series. Number one, which a lot of people would agree. I agree it's the number one book anyway, <laughs> even if it wasn't just number one. But here's what kids have to say about the books in this exciting series. I read it practi practically every day, which was true for us. Yes. It was fun going on adventures and picking out your own ending. It was hard to pick and fun to choose. Once again, not uh -huh. a lot. This is a good one. I oh, wouldn't yeah. change it in a million billion years. <laughs> a million billion. That's that's quite yep. a few. Hey, I'm trying to add that up. It was boring. I read it nine times. <laughs> that's that's awesome. a very Al. That's a very yeah. big Al response from uh, from from uh, Al Garrison of uh, Omog Comics. And this is a very. <laughs> I liked it very 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 much. And the last kid, not mincing his or her words. No. It was the best book I ever read. Put that in your pipe and smoke it. Every other book. <laughs> Enjoy it. I still like the, it was boring. I read it nine times. That is, that's total Al Garrison. Yep. I do like the teachers that they interview because even the teachers approve of these books. Uh, one of them saying, these books really make children think and enjoy it. Which, where were these mm. teachers when I was a kid? Where were yeah, these I teachers? I know. We, they wouldn't let us read them. They're not, no, they wouldn't, like they wouldn't, yep. well, they wouldn't count as a book report, I guess is what they would exactly. say. Exactly. Not a real book. So they said very like, original one teacher. So. Yeah. That, that could have been a backhanded compliment there too. Like yeah. it's original. I hate it. It's but it's very original. original, you know, the sarcastic tone, very original. You're yeah. very creative. creative. Yeah. So, <laughs> so yeah, without further, uh, further, uh, burying the lead here, we'll dive right into the cave of time. time. Jump in with your hiking boots and your flashlight. All time right. keeps on slipping, slipping, slipping into the two show adventure boats. <laughs> All right, here we go. You've hiked through Snake Canyon. Oh, like 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 He Man. Ba -ba, ba -ba. Da -da, ba -ba, ba -ba. Hey, it even has a little snake on the front or a, a lizard. A lizard. There's a tongue lashore in front. Um, snake Canyon. Once before, while visiting your uncle Howard at Red Creek Ranch, but you've never noticed any cave entrance. It looks as though a recent rock slide has uncovered it through the late afternoon sun is striking the opening of the cave, the interior remains in total darkness. You step inside a few feet, trying to get an idea of how big it is. 
As your eyes become used to the dark, you see what looks like a tunnel ahead, dimly lit by some kind of phosphorescent material on its walls. The tunnel walls are smooth, as if they were shaped by running water. After 20 feet or so, the tunnel curves. You wonder where it leads. You venture in a bit further, but you feel nervous being alone in such a strange place. You turn and hurry out. Like the smart kid you are. Exactly. A thunderstorm may be coming, judging by how dark it looks outside. Suddenly you realize the sun has long since set, and the landscape is lit only by the pale light of the full moon. You must have fallen asleep and woken up hours later. But then you remembered something even more strange. Just last evening, the moon was only a slim crescent in the sky. And if I know anything about my moon cycles, you ain't getting a full moon that soon. That's right. You wonder how long you've been in the cave. You're not hungry. You don't feel you've been sleeping. You wonder whether to try the the walk back home by moonlight or whether to wait for dawn rather than risk losing your footing on the steep and rocky trail. The description, they really set it up for you. Oh, man, they do. See, the the imagery they kind of weave here is insane. If you decide... To start back home, turn to page four. If you decide to wait, turn to page five. I think so, last time we went home, so maybe this time we should wait. Yeah, last time we were like, we're walking. Yeah, we're going. So maybe now we wait. So I'm going to say we wait. We'll turn to page number five. five. You got can, this one? Yeah, I can do this one. This one's short, so real easy. You wait until morning, but as the rosy wisps of dawn begin to light the eastern sky a chill and forbidding wind begins to blow i like the rosy wisps so do that tomorrow tomorrow morning say ooh rosy wisps my favorite wisps are the rosy ones <laughs> do you say that with an english accent or how to, how do rosy you rosy wisps <laughs> Say love, what kind of wisps are they the rosy the rosy <laughs> ooh or maybe jersey or jersey <laughs> those, those are jersey those are roseby wisps over there those wisps are jays they're the rosy wisps <laughs> you dirty animal you filthy if you seek shelter turn to page six now we're in a cave isn't that shelter enough Right? Like, what more shelter is there than a cave, bro? Oh, what what should we do, uh, viewer? We got one viewer. Should we seek shelter, or do we brave the freezing wind to see more of the world about you? So basically, do we hunker down and get some shelter, or do we try to get out in the cold? But it must have turned really cold because, oh, okay, so we wait till morning. Okay, so I see. The weather kind of came in. All right. Do we? So it's basically stay in the cave. Yeah. Or get out into the freezing wind. I have a feeling. I know where I would. What I would probably do. You're gonna run, point. run, won't you? Go out in the brave the cold air. Fortune favors the bold. That's right. <laughs> Fortune favors the bold. That's awesome. <laughs> I'm just gonna strap on whatever coats I got. Find some moss. Become a moss man and run out just... into that cold and be like. Pack your body with moss. Bring it. Doggone it. 16. We're going to venture out in the cold. Venture out in the cold. All right. Page 16. I'll take this one, sir. I love, I love the, um, the adverbs they use here. Oh yeah. Resolutely. You, you resolutely trudge. 
along a rocky ridge. <laughs> it has been cleared of whirling snow by the fierce wind, which bites and blows against your body. The world seems transformed, and much for the worse. Sounds like that's like 2020, man. <laughs> yeah. that, that, that's the catch line for 2020. The world the, seems transformed. For the worst. <laughs> like rosy wisps. Like, where are the rosy wisps when I need them? You must find a house or a cabin. Now we're getting picky. Yes. People who can help you or you will die. Huh. Don't miss the words. Yeah, no. no yeah. As, you, as you ponder your fate, you stumble and fall, plunging into a deep crevasse. Ah. You black out and later awaken, still shivering, but in a warmer place at least. By the dim amber light, you can see that somehow you've fallen back into one of the chambers in the cave of time. So already we're calling it that. Yeah, evidently. A passageway leads to the to the right, another to the left. Does one lead to the future and one to the past? Oh, here we go. You if tell you us. Enter the left, left, exactly. If you enter the left-hand passageway, turn to page 24. If you turn to the right-hand passageway, turn to page 25. Go left or right. Right. Which way? Which way do you want to go? Some labyrinth references up in this house. Evidently. Up as, or as down. When you, she chose down, didn't you just <laughs> scream? Like, I was no! like, nothing good. Nothing good is down. You came from up. Yeah. Now, I know the labyrinth changes on you, but come on. Like, up, go up. go. I guess just, I'm pointing down, so put me down. Down. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, I like how in this is you you ponder your fate. Remember how all these books we've always been thinking. So I guess that fits the format. Yeah, how much, how much pondering going on as you're freezing to death. And, and um, you fall down. <laughs> yeah, she chose down. Yeah! <laughs> they just drop her. And if you're not familiar with Choose Your Own Adventure books, go get one. They're the best. Yes, they are. They're the best. They're the best. What'd you say? Like some have up to almost 40 endings in them? Yeah, 40. Some have 20, as low as 20, I think is the smallest I've ever seen. But yeah, 40, 40 endings. It's just insane. Man, how <laughs> many endings do your regular boring books have? One. One ending. You get 40. One ending. Can't get better More than that. Exactly. I think I think we're gonna have to pick this one. This is gonna be a covert nerd decision, Lee. I think you get to pick where we go now. Okay. Uh-oh. Mm -hmm. Left, right. Let's go. Yeah. Let's go lefty. Let's be a lefty today. All right. So this is your read, I think, at this yep. point. 24. You follow the left passageway. It leads upward to the surface. Hey, we went up this time. Hey, right. no more down for us. Exactly. Before you go, a grassy meadow slopes down to a clear, fast-flowing stream. Wait, Beyond we're it, down again? No. <laughs> we're up, no! we're down, we're left, we're right. We don't know. <laughs> I want to go up. See, a fast-flowing stream beyond it are pine-covered foothills stretching into the distance towards snow-covered peaks. Man, you might snow. be in Wyoming in your Ooh. own time. You're going to be but, so bored. <laughs> <laughs> but whatever time it is, the world you see appears to be a hospitable one. You notice a herd of buffalo grazing, but nowhere can you see a house, a fence, a road, or any sign of human presence. It's possible you're living hundreds, perhaps thousands of years ago. 
You gaze or you're upward. Living in current day Idaho. <laughs> you gaze upward. One of the puffy white cumulus clouds is moving in a strange fashion. It's descending. A spaceship is landing right before your eyes, only a few hundred yards away. Holy yes! cow. They are real. I knew it. All right. So We're do we UFOs, bro? Yeah. Yeah. We didn't find a ghost, but we found a UFO. So <laughs> all so right. Far. Do you hide from view or do you Ooh. go up to the spaceship? Ooh. I'm I'm gonna make this real easy on us right yeah, now. Yeah, I think so. We're going to the spaceship, man. You don't ever avoid. Yeah. You go to that spaceship. Well, but Eddie, you, you could get probed. You could get probed. Yes. And we're not talking about getting a free a free car from Ford either. <laughs> you have to be, you have to be uh, driving in the 90s for that one to hit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I remember a uh, fun fact. When I was in college, there was a guy that was in one of my classes. And he was like, yeah. The way he said it was so funny. He's like, yeah. I drive a Ford Probe, and it was just like, it was like, <laughs> okay. The fact they called it that even then was a bad idea. Yes. Anyway, I don't care. I risk the probe. We go and whenever a UFO is in your sight, you go to that thing. Yes. Uh, what? what page are we talking, Lee? Forty. So far, we're rocking here. We're not dead yet. You cautiously approach the spaceship, which is the way you should. Yes, cautiously. <laughs> And to your amazement, you see that it is resting a foot or so above the ground without any visible mechanism keeping it aloft. Man, you got to love the way they're writing. This yeah, is great. aloft, cautiously, yeah. Hmm. Yeah, mechanism. There are no engines, rocket exhausts, portholes, landing gear, antenna, or any equipment you might imagine a spaceship would need. You realize it must be the product of a supremely advanced civilization. Trusting that such people have learned... To be loving towards others, that's a big leap there, bro. Yeah, that's no a kidding. big leap. Real big. You approach, this is the optimistic uh, 80s coming yes, at you. it is. It is. Seeing how these people clearly have worked out all their differences, uh, you approach the ship. A portal slides open, but all you can see within is shimmering blue light. A large cube is thrust out through the portal and lowered to the ground by a mechanical by mechanical arms. The top of the cube is withdrawn, leaving a pallet on which lie the sleeping forms of three men and three women, dressed in shrouds of animal skin. Their bodies and features remind you of pictures you have seen depicting the earliest men on Earth. You have an impulse to jump aboard the spaceship before the portal closes. Holy moly. Holy moly. Yeah. <laughs> they are getting right into ancient alien theory. They are. In the Choose Your Own Adventure book, bro. Edward Packard, the man, the myth, the legend. Man, raise a, raise a cup of tea to this guy. <laughs> they, are, they are literally landing right on the ancient alien theory put forward by, ooh, what was that book? Chariot of the Gods. That was the big book in the 70s. Uh-huh, yep. Who wrote that book? Uh, uh, I started with S. Uh, Carl Sagan? No, he was probably in that group, but it wasn't him. It was some of the guy. I'll look it up. When you're reading, I'll look it up. Okay. But, right. Chariot, but there was this big movement in the 70s about like, hey, man, what if aliens – um, somehow affected our past somehow. And it was like mind-blowing idea. Like, what? So what? what? Choose your own adventures, embracing that. He's already did it. Uh, so what do we want to so do So yeah, here? the choice is here. If you do 
jump aboard the spaceship, turn to page 115, 115. If you do not jump aboard the spaceship, turn to page 83. So the spaceship has just dropped off cavemen well, <laughs> and women. Or, or they picked them up. It doesn't say. It just says yeah. they're laying there. Do we jump aboard the spaceship or do we not jump aboard the spaceship? Pretty much do or do not. <laughs> do or do it's, not. There is no try. Yoda. <laughs> Yoda. Up in your grill. That's right. So you, the viewer, you're not Yoda or you are Yoda. There is no try. We hop on. Eddie's going to get probed. He wants to get on the spaceship. Yeah. Or do we chicken out and run, run for the hills? <laughs> run for the hills. I say don't run for the hills. And of course, regret. of course, we don't have a camera. You never have those when a spaceship shows up. Way should we go on this one? What oh, do you think? I, I know what you're thinking. Let's do it. What the Jump heck? Jump on a spaceship, son. You don't mess around. That's right. See, that would be me. So 115. Yeah. Page one one five. You jump aboard this aboard and find yourself in a sealed chamber. The walls surrounding you remind you of the inside of a bathtub. It occurs to you that the beings who control the spaceship have some means of manipulating time. Ooh, could it could it be that the cave of time is their creation? Oh, I love the hypotheses. Huh. I mean, the leaps of faith that we make in these books. Yes. <laughs> As you're thinking these thoughts, you become increasingly drowsy. In a moment, you're asleep. You awaken in darkness, wondering if you may be traveling through space in the alien ship. There Dude, is we light. You did. <laughs> there is light coming toward you from one direction, and you get up and walk toward it. Then you realize you're looking through the opening of your cave. You hurry out and, to your joy, find Snake Canyon just as you remembered it. You're back in your own time. It's a long while before you feel like visiting Snake Canyon again. When you do, you find the opening to the Cave of Time has been covered over by a massive rock slide. And you think to yourself, that may be just as well. Wow. The end. The, the end. end that's the end. Yeah, that's the end. We... That is metal. We saw That's cavemen. We saw a UFO. I mean, who knows? So what happened in this storyline was that we stumbled upon a cave that could transport you through time. And we came across ancient aliens messing with our past. And they're like, oh, snap. Yeah. We'll put this kid back where we found him. Oh, that wow. is some flight of the navigator style. And they may have created the cave of time. We might run through this again. You want to run one more time, Eddie? Oh, absolutely. We're only okay. half an hour into this. We got we got at least one more read on this sucker. We'll go back we to go. page two. Yeah. So if we go back to page two, we first time we, we tried to get back home. Then this last time we decided to wait. So what do you think we should do, viewers? Should we try to go back home or do we camp out in the cave for a little longer and Kind of get our bearings, whatever you want to say. What, what should we exactly. do? Exactly. Do we wait or do we head out? You know? And now we've done both. Yeah. Oh, good old Quentin. Hey, Quentin, Quentin. is a good is a good buddy of mine. He said hey, Quentin, you stay you stay strapped in, buddy. This is gonna be fun. He said camp. camp. Three times camp. So I mean he's into the camping, apparently. All right. We so we wait. So, so we're gonna wait. Five. So this is you, right, sir? Yes. 
So this is where we wait until morning and the rosy wisps. So oh. say it in a in a Boston accent, Eddie. You're good at the at the, the Boston. Voices. Oh, I was gonna try that here. The rosy the rosy wisps, eh? I can't do that. I yeah, can't do Boston. I can do Jersey. Jersey. They're Jersey. Yeah, Jersey. Give me with the rosy wisps. The All rosy right. <laughs> with your wisps. Oh man, rosy wisp of dawn begin to light the eastern sky. A chill and forbidding wind begin to blow, so it's cold. So, do we seek shelter or do we run out into the freezing cold and pack your moss on and head on out? Yep, seek shelter or head out into the storm like the time traveler adventure you are. That's your next choice. Pack that moss on and head on out. Page 16, here we go. You resolutely trudge. How do we trudge again, Lee? Resolutely. Our adverbs yes! are, we have a full no. full book full of adverbs. Man, these people have a thesaurus just hanging around their <laughs> neck. Um, it has been cleared of whirling snow by the fierce wind, which bites and blows against your body. The world seems transformed, and much for the worse, the catch line of 2020. Yes. You must find a house or a cabin, people who can help or you'll die. As you ponder your fate, you stumble and fall, plunging into a deep crevasse. crevasse. You, bla you black out and later awaken, still shivering, but in a warmer place, at least. By the dim amber light, you can see that somehow you've fallen back into one of the chambers in the cave of time. A passageway leads to the right, another to the left. Does one lead to the future and one to the past? Dun, dun, dun. Join us next week when we find out. Oh. There you go. Exactly. Drink your Ovaltine, kids. Do we go left or do we go right? That is okay. the choice laid before you right now. Quentin says go right. Go right, young man. All right. So I think this is your read now, isn't yep. it, sir? Yep. So page 25. Get on it. Oh, boy, we got lots of choices here. All right. You walk along the right-hand passage for a long distance, praying that you can find a tunnel that will lead, lead you to your own time. You choose one of the many tunnels you see and follow it. Instead of rising to the surface, you enter a brightly lit chamber, in the center of which is a bearded old man seated oh. in a chair. Okay. Welcome, he says, as if he's been expecting you. Thank yes. you, you reply. Can you help me find my way back to my own time? The old man smiles. First of all, he says, tell me why you want to return to your own time instead of another time. Ooh. Because, you know, when I when I walk around a cave, I always like to find an old man in the cave. <laughs> you know, why are we bothering So if there's not an old man in the cave? Exactly. If we say because I want to be back with my family and friends, go to 43. If I, oh, be, because here. you got four choices, because I don't Oof. want to take a chance of being in a bad time, or I, I, <laughs> I would like to try another time, but only if you can assure me that I will eventually get back to my own time. And then last of all, who are you? <laughs> I like I mean, that one. Ballsy. Yeah. Yeah. So basically I want to go back family, friends, Yep. I don't want to get stuck in 2020, which, you know, can't <laughs> blame does. you. Yeah. I want to go to another time, but I want to have the option of going back home. So you're getting real specific with that one. Yes. And then number 45, the most 
the most uh, Captain Kirk response you could possibly get. Who are you? Who are you? Well, what do you want to do, Eddie? Man, listen, I like all those, but I got to say, out of all of them, the one that kind of strikes my fancy the most is the gutsiest, ballsiest of questions. Who are are you? you? Why are you doing this mess? The Captain Kirk. All right. Is this my read then? Yeah. Page 45. Here we go. I... We might want to turn back on this one. I am a philosopher, the old man says, who, when asked to choose a time, instead chose timelessness, so that although nothing would ever happen in my life, I would have all the time in the world to think about it. Are you happy with your decision? Yes. Psych. No, No. because being being because philosophy is nothing outside of time. Take the tunnel to your right. Return to your own time and let your life be your philosophy. Huh? Dang. That's a little heavy. A little heavy. A little heavy there. Let your life be your philosophy. Be on a a T-shirt or something or. Let your life be your philosophy. If you're reading this as like an eight-year-old, eight yeah. between eight and twelve, your mind just got blown. Yeah, it just exploded a little bit. <laughs> you just dropped that book in your lap. You were like, "What?" What? And you're like, so, "I want to see aliens." <laughs> exactly. No, you don't get that. So, should we back up and yeah. try to pick one more? What page was that before that? Yeah, we'll pick forty-three. Okay. So I'll, um, I'll read this one real quick. Yeah, yeah, you do. Yeah, go for it. And why do you want to be back with your family and friends? The old man asked, because I will miss them and could hardly bear not to see them again. And my family and friends would be sad not to see me. You think of others and you think of yourself too, he replies. That is a good reason to be in your own time. Take the next tunnel to your right and you will find your way there. You have chosen to have only one time. Have you not? That is true, you reply. Then make the most of it, he says with one hand outstretched to wish you well. Wow. Hmm. 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 You have chosen to have only one time. Have you not? Huh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So should we do the other one too? 44 since, sure. we, uh, since we have it. All right. Uh, here's that one. Cause that was the, I want to basically travel, yeah. but be, be able, ah, you are a shrewd one. The old man says, You'll try to get two loaves of bread rather than settle for one. Well, oh, he's going to split us in half with his time. I, I think so. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll cut you like a loaf of bread. Um, well, I'll show you one other time. And if you don't like it, just say so. And I'll return you to your own time. If there is a time, if there is a is time to do so, of course there's time to do so. We're yeah. in the cave of time. Cave of time. Take the tunnel to your left. You follow his direction, walk through the tunnel, and come out onto a city street. Instantly, you realize there is a war going on. What? Bombs and rockets are exploding all around you. You cry out to the old man, asking to be returned to the cave of time, but there is no time left. We just got timed. <laughs> you just got time tricked, son. You're stuck in a uh, war. <laughs> oh, man. It's what? second to only being proof rocked. 
that getting proof rock is still still worse or getting probed by the aliens so ah, i don't know waking uh, up in a cave being like <laughs> man i got probed i know it i feel it <laughs> yeah. wow i mean we just got a bunch of ending we just got a crack we just got a crack ton i know of ending right there at the end i can't believe all four of them were the end of the story that was crazy wow. so we got to that you get to that old man yeah and it, that just is what it is i think i was on page 16 yeah that was that was an interesting one i don't I, I probably brutal. I probably did that one, but I just it's been so long ago I don't remember. Oh, man. I this was definitely one of my first choose your own adventure books. Yeah, I remember you said that. Yeah. So that's awesome. I, I don't remember the philosopher. So really? I don't know if I, I don't know if I came across this guy. I probably I don't know. I, I may have. It's been almost forty years ago now, thirty five years ago. Ooh. So dating yourself there i know (laughs) well do you got time for one more maybe a ufo one i think we do there's uh so if you go into archive.org and look up ufo or inside ufo 5440 it's another edward packard book i remember one too man it's got the funky paul granger was the illustrator for all of or most of edward packard's book and so it's got that funky cover. Yes. Oh, we're starting a whole new one. Yeah. Yes. Here we go. You're getting a bonus, a bonus read tonight, everybody. All right. Get ready so, for this stuff. Ooh, it even has, I forgot about this. It has an illustration in here, uh, kind of a cutout of the UFO. So scroll through. It's on page four oh. or so. And it has like a cross section. There we go. Yeah. Are you kidding me? I'm going to go I, max screen on the I love those. Ooh. Look at that, guys. That oh. is awesome. See, having those things inside there, they're like storage, robot storage. And they robot and they compare it to the Concord, see right below it. So they give yeah. you a size comparison. It's tiny. It's tiny. <laughs> Chambers of captured aliens. Look at that in the middle. Chambers of captured aliens. Yes. <laughs> Artifacts. Giant engines. Oh yeah. Big engines. Love it. The Great Window. The Bridge. The Bridge. Okay. All right, here we go. Do you want to go first? You want me to go first? Let's uh, let's let you go first on this one. Okay. It's your first trip on the Concorde, the supersonic jet airliner that crosses the Atlantic in three hours and 45 minutes. Right now, you're at 57,000 feet in mid-flight from New York to Paris. You look up from from the magazine you've been reading... As a voice comes over the loudspeaker, this is Captain Ravel speaking. Ravel, R-A-V-E-L. Hmm, okay. We're about to halfway across the Atlantic now at latitude 54, longitude 40. We've just come on to a new course that will bring us over the coast of France in about 90 minutes. Those of you on the left side of the plane may be able to see the southern tip of Greenland. You glance out the window, hoping to see... Greenland. Instead, you see a gleaming white cylinder, several times larger than the Concorde, but without wings, engines, or ports. The object glistening in the early morning sunlight is coming straight at you. Look! The white-haired man sitting next to you leans toward the window to get a better view. At what? Don't you see it? It's coming right at us. He opens his mouth to answer, but says nothing because you are no longer there. Oh! I think you're going to get probed, Eddie. 
I don't want to get probed in two books. <laughs> so it says to turn to page six. Turn to page six. So no choices here. Nope. But we are hopping. Yes. All right. You want me to take this one? Yep. You are sitting. This is where you got to be careful talking about probing. You are sitting on a thick, rubbery mat. <laughs> oh, guys. Oh, no. Uh-oh. In a circular room. The room is bathed in a pale white light, yet you see no windows or doors or lamps. You remember now, sitting in the Concorde, the huge white object coming at you. The plane shuddered. That sounds <laughs> so... Anyway. The plane shuddering and... Where are you? Or, or better off, where are you? The pale light turns violet, and mixing with oranges and reds, it brightens as if the sun were about to rise. A voice is speaking, except it is not speaking. You are hearing thoughts entering directly into your brain. Whoa. Somebody slips you some LSD on the plane. That's what's <laughs> happening. That's it. We are the UT, the U. I mean, is it UT or Utah? Utah, maybe. We are the Utah Masters. You are on the galactic ship Rockma, orbiting the planet Earth. Was it Rockma? Rock your body. <laughs> orbiting the planet Earth, you have been chosen to be a, spe a specimen in the galactic zoo on the imperial planet of Ra. If you refuse to cooperate, you will be sent to Somo. You may make one statement. Wow. Uh, yeah. The, if you demand to be returned to Earth, turn to page three. If you want to know more about the Utah, turn to page four. Huh. Sure. So send me back to Earth, you dirty, rotten apes. Not apes. <laughs> Aliens. Or, or tell me more about you, Utah. I want to know more tell about us, it. Tell us more about you aliens or send me back, you dirty little green men. Ben Kruger coming in hot. Learn about the aliens. Shake your fist. Who are you, you alien members? All right. So this is your read. Tell me more about yourselves. You say, why did you choose to visit Earth? We study. Now, I like how it's all in caps. I don't know how if you're supposed to read it kind of alien-like. We They're study Earth. Yeah, we study <laughs> Earth people. <laughs> we study Earth people as your scientists study bacteria under a microscope. We came to Earth in search of Ultima, the planet of paradise. Oh, okay. Okay. So you offer to help the Utah masters find Ultima. Turn to page 22. If you ask the Utah how they think they could reach Ultima by visiting Earth, go to page 25. So, two options. Do you help them or do you ask more questions on why they think they could visit earth and find Ultima because isn't earth a paradise in 2020 <laughs> you watch man they're gonna right they're gonna like tie this in again like earth is Ultima what, what? <laughs> Ultima, Ultima is like Detroit <laughs> who knew yeah. who knew oh. Um, but yeah. oh Ben Kruger Ask more questions of these dirty, rotten aliens. Okay. All right, here we go. That's page, uh, 25. page 25. Okay, I'll take this one. How could you find Ultima by visiting Earth, you ask? The moment you speak, sparks fly about your head. Ooh. Ooh, that's not good. Buzzing like, yeah, you, you done messed up. 
<laughs> Buzzing like angry bees, you dive to the floor and cover your face with your arms. The sparks die down, except for a glowing ember that lands near your feet. It flares for a few seconds, then turns gray, then black. Cautiously, you touch it and then pick it up. It's like a tiny smooth pebble you might find on the beach, yet it's denser than lead. Hmm. You will cooperate. Wow. The voice is speaking again. I know they're not messing around. No. The voice is speaking again, trying to gather your wits. You answer, I am a human being. Please, the lights flicker. The ship is descending so fast that you are pinned to the floor. Wouldn't you be pinned to the ceiling if it That's was descending? What I was really yeah, I think yeah. you got mixed up. Ah, well, what are you going to do? Okay. You are unsuitable. We shall return you to Earth. <laughs> Your memory will be erased. You will never know that you have been in space. <laughs> That's Dang. awesome. You're unworthy. You're, you're not even being worth being We're kidnapped. <laughs> page 114. We're going all the way all to way page to 114. It didn't give us a choice. It just said, turn to that page. You are sitting in your room at home feeling very strange. What happened? You remember having boarded the Concorde bound for France, sitting in a seat next to a white-haired man. Then, reaching into your pocket, you pull out a pebble about the size and shape of a watermelon seed. Why is it so heavy? You turn it over in your hand, then toss it in the wastebasket. It's just a matter of luck whether it lands in the wastebasket or not. You have about a 50-50 chance. Does it go what? in or not? Turn to okay. either page 41 or 50. Huh. I like I like where they're going with this. So does the heavy little lead pebble or whatever pebble that we got off the ship clearly do does it land in the garbage or does it not land in, land the, in garbage? the garbage? It's so heavy it just goes through the bottom. Blasts a hole through the ceiling <laughs> or through the floor. The floor. <laughs> ah, grandma. Oh. Oh, Ben says oh. that it goes in. All right. Mm. Uh, so and that's your read, right? Yeah. Uh, no, it'd be yours. I just read oh, this one. Yep. So. Does it go in or not? Oh, no. It says go to either page 40 or 50. It's a random. We don't know. I just realized. Read this. Does oh, it yeah. go in or not? You're right. Turn yeah. 50. Okay. So we don't know. So, it's a little gamble. So right. 41 or 50. 50. What, what, what number? All right. 41, Ben. 41. You miss. Oh, oh man. Sounds like, my sounds like my junior high basketball career. Exactly. Oh. <laughs> you miss the wastebasket and the object bangs against the wall. As you reach to pick it up, it leaps out of your hand and buzzes around your head like an angry bee. Then while you stand dumbfounded, the object spins through your bedroom window, leaving only a tiny hole in the glass. You touch the hole. It feels as smooth as the rim of a drinking glass. Suddenly, you remember the sparks flying about your head. You were on a UFO. Good, good, good mind wipe, guys. Yeah. Uh, you rush towards the door to tell whomever is home, then stop short and think for a minute. Your whole adventure might as well have been a dream. For who will believe it? Uh, and sounds like every guy or gal that gets abducted, they don't remember anything. Then they lose their job and their credit their history job. gets ruined. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That was good. That was good. That was good. Thanks, Ben. Uh, 
hey, you know what? That's that's half the fun of a choose your own adventure is that you land in some weird, some weird pockets for sure. Oh yeah, yeah. This one's good. You know, We're gonna have to do this one. Do a couple more next oh, time. Absolutely. We we can't just stop with this one. We got to do at least two or three more reads on this one. Uh, we do this about every two weeks now. Is that right, yeah. Lee? Yeah, I try to do it every two weeks. We had a little de- technical difficulty, so sorry, but we'll try to do better next time. Ah, you know, yeah, we will. Uh, but always fun uh, to do this. It's it's like we said before, like a little campfire stories with your friends. Yes. So tell your friends and join us. We'll keep an eye on the Covert Nerd Facebook page or the Last Starfighter Facebook page. We'll make sure we post it a couple times so you know. But yeah, it's usually... We've kind of been doing Thursday nights at nine. It's kind of yep. been the 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 habit, but yep. obviously sometimes it changes. But today it didn't, so we're gonna do probably UFO fifty four forty, and then we'll just pick another one. Yep, yep. And uh, and if anybody, if any of you have suggestions or thoughts or whatever you want to see us read, uh, participating style, there's all sorts of stuff you've mentioned. There's uh, uh, endless quest books. Yes. And- uh, and Lord of the Rings, which way books, yep. right? Yeah, there, there's uh, Wizards, Warriors, and You. There's several of them. I'll just have to make sure we find a electronic copy. But yeah, we can yeah. we can do some choose your own adventure, but we can always venture out into some of the other ones that from our childhood. I know there was a G.I. Joe and Transformers choose your own adventure book type Indeed. of style. I mean, it just used the 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 world building in that in the world. So yep. we can do that. We can be oh, Soundwave yeah. or we can be Megatron. I don't care. I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll, I'll be the voice for those two. Yes. I'll, I'll wreck this. I'll wreck my instrument just for that. Yeah, it can be a Starscream. You uh, ah, idiots. Oh, gosh. I'm and sure there was a Motu one. Oh, there has to be a He-Man one. Oh, yeah. Yeah. There has to be. Um, and Ben, no worries. Next time, uh, yeah, we'll put a – there'll be a little bit of a advance notice, and then you hop on around 9 o'clock and – Sit yeah. back and enjoy. Get your get your evening beverage, a cup of sleepy yep. time tea, and uh, <laughs> and read along with us. Help us decide. All right. Well, we better go. But hey, yep. thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. And we'll do it again soon. Take All care, right. everybody. Take care.